Everyone has their own unique views and needs when it comes to financial success. If you'd like to leave your financial woes behind and live a life of financial freedom, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Saving with Steve show, hosted by Steve Sexton. The show will help you with the ins and outs of money. We talk about financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars and keeping you up at night. We talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, 401ks, risk management, retirement, and everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. Now, here is your host of Saving with Steve, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. Pretty much everything under the sun relates to you having a healthier, happier relationship with money. My name is Steve Sexton. I want to thank you for joining us today. We have an extra special show. We're going to be talking about the economy today, but a couple things right up front here. The first thing that we want to talk about is this. According to the Better Business Bureau, the government scams are on the rise again. So you want to watch out for them. And basically what's going to happen is somebody's going to call you and say, I'm from the IRS. I'm from the Social Security. I'm from so-and-so. And if you don't pay this, we're going to put you in jail. We're going to stop your Social Security. We're going to do something else. I want to be very clear. None of those agencies reach out and call you, okay? That's the big factor. The other thing is if they want you to pay them in gift cards or cryptocurrency, you know it's a scam. There's been hundreds of millions of dollars in people in 2021 and here in 2022. Watch out for the ones you love because you never know what's going to happen. So keep educating everybody. Now, our listener and viewership keeps continuing to rise. We're very thankful for our affiliates, UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, MF and 247, and all the other affiliates that we work with. We keep growing our stuff. Now, if you missed last week, we had Steve Severate. He's from the Greenspan Company, Adjusters International, to help people catch up on what's going on with the wildfires, as well as other disasters. Steve went through how homeowners can avoid the biggest pitfalls in filing claims because of property losses due to these disasters, what new insurance regulations mean for homeowners, what homeowners can do now just to best prepare themselves in dealing with insurance claims for the future. If you want to check out this episode, it's episode 80. That's right. We've been around for 80 episodes. Go to savingwithsteve.us and check out episode 80. Now, this week, we're going to be talking about our viewers came at us again and said, hey, what are these things with immediate annuity? What's the ups? What's the downs? So we'll walk into that in just a moment. But today, we've had a wild ride when it comes to our economy. We got a war. We got a pandemic. We got supply chain issues, or that's what we think. And we're seeing rising interest rates. We have the Director of Economics and Market Research at Aspera. We have Alan Nevin here to walk us through what's been going on, what we can expect in the future, whether it be real estate, our food, the whole shot. Now, this very first segment, like I said, is about the pros and cons about immediate annuities. For most people, you don't have a pension from your company and you want to retire and you're looking for a steady stream of income, you might purchase an immediate annuity. This is an insurance plan that's usually created with a lump sum payment and is designed to, to, to pay you a guaranteed set amount of money for a period of time. For retirees who feel they could use additional funds to cover their ongoing expenses or concerned about outliving their savings, and an immediate annuity could be a good option. However, the amount you receive will be dependent on the 
various factors that are potential downsides to consider before signing any contract for an immediate annuity. You know what? You want to read the information that goes on there because it makes a big difference. What is an immediate annuity? You ask. Set up an ins- you're basically set up an insurance plan. Is funded with an initial amount that makes payouts. You start by putting in money you have, which comes from your savings or 401k or IRA. After the deposit, the insurance company makes regular payments to you. This difference from other types of annuities called deferred annuities, where you put money invested in the insurance company. No immediate payout or benefits paid to you by the buyer. Rather, the money grows in, in a certain way for a future period for you. Okay. When you purchase an immediate annuity, the insurer will look at factors such as your age, how long the payments will last, determine the amount of payments. From an income perspective, you can calculate, calculate your fixed expenses, use the amount to determine how much you'll need in income stream. Some annuity programs, including rising income streams to keep up key pace with inflation. This could give you the comfort knowing that your living, your cost of living will be covered into the future. When does an immediate annuity begin making payments? Well, you can start receiving payouts based on the timeline and details in your immediate annuity. Again, it's a contract. You can start taking money within a month of your job, or sometimes it's 12 months. Um, you can ask to have payments made monthly, quarterly, or annually. You also select a period of payout, which consists of a certain number of years or for the rest of your life. Many people offer a lifetime annuity payment, meaning their payments will continue for as long as they live. The payout terms can be customized in numerous ways to fit individual needs. So sometimes people are looking for an extra stream of income for seven or eight years until they decide to take Social Security at the age of 70. You might buy an immediate annuity that's set for eight years or something like that. Now, there's a few benefits that go along with an immediate annuity, and there's also some drawbacks. You need to know both of them before you move forward. Number one, Let's talk benefits. When taking out an immediate annuity, you can ask for a guaranteed income stream for both you and another person, such as your spouse, regardless of how long you both live. An immediate annuity that covers two people, the income payments will usually be lower since the contract is covering two lives. The functions just like a pension, you'll be able to count on the money until you pay your bills, no matter what happens in the economy and the stock market. Now, this can provide you tremendous amount of safety from an income perspective, as well as a peace of mind that you live the lifestyle you'd like to in retirement. If you purchase the immunity with pre-tax savings, you'll be taxed only on the income that you withdraw annually from the immediate annuity. If the account grows and accumulates more than take, and then you take out during a year, you won't be taxed on the additional savings until you take out the money. This can be quite attractive for tax savings perspective. So what they're really saying is this, you're only getting taxed on the money you take out. And if you're not taking it out, you're not getting taxed. Not a bad situation. Couple of drawbacks though, you need to know this. Once you ta- deposit the money in the annuity plan, you generally don't have easy access to those funds. If you want to cancel the contract and take the money and put it in, there are some barriers. Surrendering a policy early will come with penalties. Sometimes it's irrevocable, so you can't withdraw the money. Other potential disadvantages lie in what you will pass on in form of inheritance to the, from the annuity. In many of these contracts, although you'll get an income stream for life, you'll wind up leaving any death benefit to your heirs. There are, however, contracts that if you die prematurely, a lump sum benefit would go to your heirs. So for example, they have 10 years, okay? So they'll pay out to you for 10 years if you pass away early, like in the fifth year, your beneficiaries will receive the next five payments. They won't receive a lump sum. So it is before deciding what is best for you and your household, you want 
want to evaluate your level of savings, look at your current expenses. You might find that immediately suits you, especially if you want a guaranteed payment that won't go away during the retirement frame. However, if you if leaving money to your children is important, you might consider other options. So think of this. Many immediate annuities don't have any inflation adjustment, okay? So that means you could lose purchasing power. So it's important to read the contract. Next, it's very important to make sure you're gonna look at the income that you're going to receive. Does it fit? Number two, make sure there's something that goes off to your beneficiaries if that's important to you. If it's not important to you and you just care about the payment, hey, that's fine. But if it is important to you, you might be looking at another avenue. That's it for you know our first segment today. We're gonna have to take a break, pay some bills. So stick with us. We're gonna be right back with Alan Levin talking about the economy. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of The Saving with Steve Show. We're gonna be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're gonna talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us, savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money. If you'd like to follow us on Facebook, or Instagram or YouTube, we're all there. You just got to look for Saving with Steve Sexton, Saving with Steve Sexton. Or if you'd like to check out one of the episodes at savingwithsteve.us, just go ahead and take a look at it. Now, we've had a pretty wild ride when it comes to the economy over the last couple of years. We're seeing inflation, supply chain issues, real estate skyrocketing, interest rates going up, gas prices going up. And you know what? People are quite concerned. So this is the reason why we have Alan Nevin. He's the Director of Economics and Market Research at the Xperia Group. And he's here to talk about the economy. So Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. I'm I'm really glad you're here. I mean, you've been doing this for what, almost 50 years now? <laughs> almost. Almost. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to age you. <laughs> There's been a lot of things going on right now. We're seeing here in the first six months, and you could probably talk to this better than I can. We've seen interest rates increase. We've seen mortgage rates go up. We're seeing gas continuing to move up. A lot of inflationary issues, far more than what people are expecting. You see the Federal Reserve recently say, hey, we're not going to increase interest rates as much. We're going to hold off because we don't want to really send our economy into a recession. It's a very precarious situation, and it's just hoping to get your take on it. And I'd like to talk about, start with having you talk about the general overall economy, and then let's t- 
talk a little bit about real estate and go on from there. Is that okay? Absolutely. Perfect. So what's your thought about the economy here in the, you know, the last six months or so? Oh, just remarkably strong. I, I mean, the unemployment rate is actually lower than pre-COVID. And uh, the uh, there is still this enormous appetite for hiring and employers just can't find enough people to take the jobs. So the, the economy is in amazingly strong shape. Okay. Now, uh, I, I actually agree with that. I, I, I believe it is. Uh, one of the issues that I see is we're seeing this inflation keep going up. I mean, you know, we, we've never had $7 gas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, the the answer is that um, that is an artificial situation. Okay. Uh, however, I don't think it's going to go down anytime soon because of the Ukrainian uh, situation. Because we're going to be supplanting the. Uh, fuel to Europe that was once coming from Russia is now going to come from us. So uh, we're pretty well so, stuck. I, uh, at, so what you're what saying is got. a lot of our uh, reserves or oil production is going to go to Europe because that 10% of the world's uh, oil was coming from Russia and it's not really coming there from anymore. Yeah, we're we, and I certainly uh, am in favor of cutting them all. So anyhow, uh, yeah, just just assume that the price per barrel will be in the hundred dollar range. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we'd like to see it down to thirty or forty. Ain't going to happen anytime soon. So until that war is essentially over, we're not likely to see our gas prices rescind it at all. Yeah. And the reality is that doesn't seem to have had a negative effect on the uh, on retail sales or on the rest of the economy. What about wages? Are wages keeping up or? Uh, the, the answer is, um, well, <laughs> we have a California perspective on things. We're not like the rest of the United States, uh, but the reality is we're raising our wages here in California, uh, but nowhere near as much uh, as it should be. Uh, the uh, you know if you're earning uh, fifteen dollars an hour in Arkansas, uh, you're middle class, mm -hmm. and here you're uh, actually you're not able to live here almost. Uh, I, I, know, I totally it, understand it, that. Yeah, it. Uh, what we're finding, however, at the lower ends of the scale, uh, we're seeing. Even the fast food places, a number of them are pushing $20 an hour and uh, offering bonuses and uh, uh, just trying to keep up with it. They just can't get enough folks working there. That, that I totally understand. Um, uh, my, my son, who's graduating uh, from this master's here uh, next week, um, his, his internship is actually paying him $18 an hour. Uh, and, um, there's, you know, McDonald's, all the different fast food chains are paying 19 and 20 and giving sign on bonuses. <laughs> yeah. It, it's sort of amazing to see that happen. Um, and the, the only problem is that's really great for high school kids or college kids, mm -hmm. but obviously you can't raise a family in San Diego on $20 an hour. Oh no, not at all. It, it was interesting because he's obviously been offered jobs and things like that. And he was offered jobs in Idaho um, and a few other in Texas. 
as well as here in California. And the offer in California was almost 25% more from a salary standpoint than any of the other locations. Um, and because he has a master's, obviously he, he on top of that, he's getting about 35% more than the guys who have bachelors. So it's, uh, and even then at that salary range, he still can't afford a house in San Diego. <laughs> no, he just can't. It really takes two jobs per household here. And of course, that is what is happening, mm-hmm. is that uh, we actually wind up uh, with as many as, as an average of like one and a half jobs per household. And that's what it takes to get into, uh, unfortunately, into even a moderate priced apartment here. Yeah. Unless you're in a subsidized project, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And in fact, we were figuring that out. And I, we, we I, when he, uh, after rent, and the utilities, um, that's legitimately going to take up about $30,000 of his income after taxes. Um, so it's pretty expensive to live in San Diego. Um, so it's just very interesting how things change. So let's switch gears and talk a little bit about the real estate market. Um, you know, California and so on. I've talked to a number of realtors and they say, you know what? Even with interest rates going up and they're at five, that's still a pretty good interest rate. And as such, they're seeing um, eight, nine offers uh, still, but they don't expect to see that after the summer. Uh, do you concur with that? Or you, you know, what are you seeing in the real estate market? Well, the, the interest rates are pretty much at a norm. You know, there's four to five percent. Uh, I mean, the, the last few years uh, was abnormality mm-hmm. when you're seeing interest rates at two, two and a half percent. That's not sustainable. What is the interest rate? What is the interest rate now is pretty much the norm for the U.S. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems to uh, not be having a, uh, a negative effect on sales. Uh, you, you may know I'm the economist for the San Diego Association of Realtors. Yes, I do. And uh, I uh, I track the sales pretty closely and I put out a monthly newsletter for them. It incidentally is open to the public. If you go on SDAR.com and just look under the economic section, you'll find my monthly newsletter. And what we're seeing, however, though, is the number of closings are going down just because there's not enough merchandise on the shelf. And it's uh, a very difficult situation. And we're not still seeing the uh, multitude of offers on individual properties, but we're still seeing enough so that the sales keep going on and the prices keep going up. And that, of course, is really also not sustainable. Uh, yesterday, the uh, Case Shiller report came out mm-hmm. and said that home prices here were up 29%. Well, that's really not true. I don't know how they get their numbers, but that's just not accurate. Uh, we're probably, I'm waiting for this month to come out uh, in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're probably at the 15 to 18% a year increase, at which is what has what it has been the last couple of years. And I see that's going to, that rate of increase is going to slowly go down. This is just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Hey, Alan, we're going to take a quick little break here because we got to pay some bills. So, hey, everybody, we got more Alan Nevin. You don't want to miss this. It's all about the economy. Stick with us. We're going to be right back with more Saving with Steve. More expert advice for having a happier relationship with money still to come on the Saving with Steve show. 
Don't let your financial woes keep you up at night and prevent you from living a life of financial and personal freedom. Hi, I'm Steve Sexton, host of the Saving with Steve show. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs of money, those financial issues that could be costing you thousands of dollars, causing stress, keeping you up at night. We're going to talk about money, tax reduction, saving more, spending less, your investments, risk management, retirement, and everything associated with you having a healthier, happy relationship with money. So if you've ever dreamed of living a life of financial and personal freedom, you owe it to yourself and your family to tune into The Saving with Steve Show. Join me, Steve Sexton, on The Saving with Steve Show as we talk about everything under the sun when it comes to money. To learn more about the show, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Savingwithsteve.us. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the show that is here to help you achieve your financial goals. It's the Saving with Steve show. Now here's your host, Steve Sexton. Hey, welcome back to the Saving with Steve show where we talk about the ins and outs of money, pretty much everything under the sun that relates to you having a happier, healthy relationship with money. And I want a special shout out to our affiliates who are all about helping you solve problems, uplift your spirit, and help you live a life of personal and financial freedom. And they are uh, UK Health Radio, BBS Radio, AM FM 247, and all our other affiliates. If you'd like to check out the show, you can go to YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, and all the rest. And you can just download Saving with Steve. Now, we have Alan Evan. This is really interesting with all the economy, the stuff that's going on right now. Alan, you know what? When we take a look at the second half of the year, we're you know moving up on um, June through December. What should um, people expect here from a real estate standpoint? Do you actually see, you know what, you talked about the growth not being sustainable. Is there a tipping point where we start saying, hey, things aren't going to sell in three or four or five or six or days. It's going to start selling in a month. You know, what, what's the tipping point for, for that? Well, I'm, I'm just seeing the situation here continuing the way it is now without the uh, 20% uh, gains in, in uh, prices. I see that's increased, rate of increase slowing down. But the reality is that the demand for housing uh, in San Diego is amazingly strong. And it is because the jobs that we're getting here for a large part are very well paying. And in many cases, you'll have dual income households. And we're also seeing abnormally large down payments. So instead of what we traditionally had had 10%, we see a rather large percentage of the buyers are putting down uh, 30, 40% in cash. There's a normal amount of cash out, whether it's coming uh, from parents who are funding their mm-hmm. child's home, or um, there are a number of the major companies that are giving advances to allow their uh, employees to buy homes. And then in addition to that, uh, the uh, there are a lot of people in San Diego, and we're talking thousands, who can cash out their stock bonuses from Qualcomm and Illumina and all the other companies uh, that have had uh, bonanzas in terms of their stock and that the uh, employees are benefiting that. And that's, of course, all 
it's all up and down the West Coast, all the way up through mm-hmm. Seattle, where you see uh, rank and file Amazon employees uh, holding on to stock. They're very often worth more than a million dollars. Oh, yeah. I actually have dealt with a few of them. <laughs> Yeah. Some of them are holding on for a long time and now they're selling, buying a house um, and you know what? No debts, no nothing. And um, they're actually, um, was it when during my son's recruiting, uh, uh, one of the recruiters actually just said, yeah, I worked for 15 years for Amazon. Um, just got out. Um, I don't have to work anymore. So I went to a, work for a company that I really, la- really want to work for and like everything about them. Uh, and um, you know what? I, there's yeah. some, been some wonderful boons that have come from companies like Amazon, Google, and uh, Luminous and others from their stock options. Yeah. You know, in looking up and down the state, uh, we're running close to 30% home sales, all cash. Wow. And that... Uh, <laughs> It's a it's a little lower here in San Diego, but in the rest of the state and up through the state of Washington, that is what you're seeing. So the world is awash in cash um, over the last few years. It's not only from their companies, but stock gains have gone up tremendously. Mm-hmm. And um, the result of that is that the it allows the market to continue uh, at its previous pace. The only flaw in the market, and let me talk about San Diego, is that we don't have any communities that appeal to the active senior. So when you have a substantial part of your housing inventory owned by people who are 55 plus who would like to move down to a smaller house in an active adult community, we don't have any. And uh, that is a slowing factor because what we know is that 85% of seniors die in their own home. Mm -hmm. And they would like to move into an active senior community, which we have in most of California, but not in San Diego. It's interesting that you say that because in the last two years, I've probably had about 20, maybe 25 clients who have actually sold their homes in San Diego or in LA or Orange County, and have moved to states like Tennessee, Texas, uh, North Carolina, um, Idaho, Montana, and others, because they could liquidate their house, don't have any more mortgage, they can go buy something for cash, and still have a ton of money left over to go and invest and create a better income to have a more fulfilled retirement to go travel and do the things they want. So yeah, it happens. Um, you know, if you're living in LA, you can move out to the desert and still buy reasonably priced housing. Uh, but here we're, we're, we're sort of stuck. And if you want to maintain a residency that's somewhere near your kids and grandchildren, uh, moving to Tennessee may not be the right answer. Nope. Nope. Uh, there's, well, most people that are, I know that are moving are moving next to family or friends. Um, in fact, I know there's a in Austin, there's a whole San Diego Sheriff's Department enclave. <laughs> so, okay, so let's talk a little bit. Um, we have about three or four minutes left. I'd like to talk about now that we've gotten through the real estate. So, when we start looking at everyday goods, obviously, price of gas affects all that stuff. You know, when it comes to food, when it comes to clothing, you know what? Um, is that just going to go right along with gas prices as we're going to continue to see inflation with that? Is that going to subside? What do you see there? Yeah, the answer is that uh, oil sort of drives everything else because almost everything has uh, oil or a derivative of oil in it. And then you have the situation where you have ships, container ships backed up 
for weeks out of LA and Long Beach. Um, they just can't get the goods out. And that just drives up the price of the goods. And I don't see that changing anytime this year. Now, okay. So uh, one of the uh, questions that I have is, in fact, our viewers have actually had um, they were saying, they're asking the question, hey, when can we see reasonable inflation back in a three, three and a half, four range? Do you have an estimate for something like that? Uh, the, the answer is when oil starts going down, and that's not going to happen until after Ukraine. Okay, so either Ukraine's going to fall or Russia's going to stop. Um, so once that occurs, then we can start getting back to normal and see something within a six to nine month period after that or Yes. Okay, yeah. great, great. Alan, you mentioned a real estate report that you give to the San Diego Real Estate uh, Association. How can people go about getting that? It's uh, it's free. You just go on sdar.com and then you'll see a pop-up across the top and you'll go over to where it says uh, economic reports or newsletters. And my newsletter is there. It's there for the asking. That's wonderful. Hey, and thank it, you And for it can sure. be downloaded. Well, no, actually, I, I actually get it and read it every month. So I, I appreciate that. I just want to make sure everybody else knows because it's a there's just boons of information there that could make a difference. And more or less calm you down a little bit uh, because, you know, a lot of people think, hey, our, you know, you heard a CEO from major uh, wirehouse talk about, hey, we're looking at a hurricane coming for our economy. And that's not quite the case because we have strong jobs. Uh, we're just dealing with some extenuating circumstances with a war and supply chain and things like that. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the economy and when you look at retail sales, when you look at our gross national product, uh, we're doing rather well. And uh, unfortunately, there you know there are 11 million job openings that can't be filled in the United States, so that the, the uh, employers are really suffering. But the reality is that has resulted in a three percent unemployment rate, mm -hmm. and I don't see that changing much. Yeah, three percent is full employment for the United States or for any economy, for that matter. So, Alan, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the economy with. With us and your knowledge. Uh, we're just lucky to have somebody with your background experience just to share that so everybody gets a better idea of what's really going on and what they can look forward to in the future here. So thanks again for joining us here on Saving with Steve. And you know what? Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'd love to have you back again next time. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I just want to let you know, Alan talked about those three, 11 million job openings. Next week, we're going to be talking to Helen Horziga. She's going to talk about making career change. And this might be an opportune time, especially since there's 11 million uh, openings. And you might be able to find your dream job. Might have to do a couple of things. So look forward to seeing you next week. And hey, you guys have all great week. Stay safe, stay healthy right here on Saving with Steve. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton. To learn more about the show and how to become a guest or sponsor, visit savingwithsteve.us. That's savingwithsteve.us. Join us again next time as we continue to talk about everything under the sun that relates to you having a healthier, happier relationship with money. This has been the Saving with Steve show hosted by Steve Sexton.